Hmm. Hmm. Are you okay, Z? Oh, sorry, Matt. I was just pondering whether if dogs knew they had bones inside them, would they try to eat themselves? I honestly don't know. Would you like to discuss it further? Well, I'd rather reach out to renowned pet expert Dr. Harry Cooper from hit TV show Harry's Practice. But in the meantime, I guess you'll be... Acceptable company. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining us once again. Yeah. Great Happy to, to have, have you. you. Ah, I've had the same <laughs> Jinx. Thought. So the other day, I was hanging out with my girlfriend. We went to a uh, food truck festival, mm-hmm. right? But they also had carnival games, old school carnival games, like Royal Lisa Show kind of circus carnival nice, games. Nice, grimy, yeah. carnies. Carnies, exactly. The the old school style that we've all kind of forgotten about and fallen to the wayside. Yeah, like questionably rickety. Questionably fair <laughs> carnival games. Yes. So Connie and I went into this as a competition. We had $10 to spend each and... We'd go in there, and whoever won the first prize, the loser had to keep that prize in their house. Got it. But it wasn't long before we'd spent way more money than that, and we had a handful of consolation prizes that we just had to subdivide between us, as well as a giant bouncy ball we got for pity. It was like a pity (laughs) vote. Participation award. Basically, I just wanted to talk about carnival games. Did you play some? Are you you quite the carnival goer yourself? (laughs) What are your favorites? What are your tricks? I feel like I am very frugal. So they're normally more expensive than you would be willing to pay for a game the last two minutes, right? I, I must have spent about $80. It's out of control. For about $20 worth of stuffed animals. Yes. And yeah, the prizes aren't even like that great. I only play if I look at it and I think there is no way... <laughs> I cannot, like, do that thing. But then you can't. It's rigged. The house always wins. Well, uh, let, me, let me describe a few games here, mm-hmm. and you can let me know if you've played them or not. Okay. Um, so as I described, there's a the first, well, there was a basketball game. One ball in the hoop, you get a prize, right? Pretty simple. Yeah. Courtney and I thought we'd be much better at this, but we didn't get one ball in the hoop. Was there anything about the way it was set up that made it rigged? Like, or did you just have bad aim? We we just sucked. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't. I I couldn't think of anything. It's a bit further away and higher than a normal hoop, but I think we just sucked. Right. Okay. Uh, I have played one of those in like an arcade type thing, like a time, like a time zone. zone. Yeah, well, cool. I think they're pretty good. They're one of the least like, corrupted, rigged, yeah, <laughs> corrupted <laughs> forms of of carnival. Fun. Yeah. Now um, there was another one, and I and I feel like you're gonna hark onto this one. Well, they had they had a big bucket, a big wooden bucket, and you had to throw a ball, and I had the ball had to stay in the bucket. Yes, <laughs> I know the exact one you're talking about. Yeah, and the guy, of course, demonstrating through free balls, they all landed in the bucket. Easy as that, you get a big prize, free balls in the bucket. No, I don't think either of us got any. Connie had the great idea to, because they had massive big stuffed animals behind these buckets. And she's like, I'm going to bounce the balls, hit the, hit the stuffed animals, and they'll, they'll dribble into the buckets. Yeah. So she throws one ball, and the stuffed animal catches the ball. It like, landed between his head and oh. his shoulder or something. <laughs> There's some kind of adhesive on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Spider-Man <laughs> toy. And then she throws the second ball. Again, the stuffed animal catches the ball. So that she didn't they've, even get to the bucket. And they've thought of everything. They did <laughs> that on purpose. That's why. There's extra sticky yes. carnival toys. I 
hate that one because <laughs> I, I remember like when I was little doing it and getting it in and it would just bounce out yeah. every time. So there's definitely something in there to like, like that's on an angle that doesn't allow things to drop in there. I have a feeling if the guy gets it in every time, there's maybe a button to lift the surface. Wow. Mm. You're really going hard. I, I just think he throws it from a side angle so the ball spins on the interior mm. of the bucket as opposed to you throwing it straight on. That's my opinion. But I do like your really elaborate <laughs> cheating mechanics. You know me in conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's a topic we have to cover one day, but... It is. I, I didn't know the carnival <laughs> carnies was going to be included. Um, so there was that one. Yep. There was another one which was pretty cool. You had these Nerf guns that you load a tennis ball into. Yeah. You're going to shoot targets and the targets had points un- underneath them. Okay. And you accumulate points and then with the points you basically spend them on a prize. I don't think this one was rigged so much as I could hit the targets pretty well, but it was all randomized. So one target would have five points. There were two targets that had 60 points underneath, but... It was like 20 bucks for th- six balls or something. So we did win a prize on that one, but okay. we did have to buy more balls. <laughs> Rigged. Um, that one was pretty fun. Another one was they had a, a board on the table with a bunch of holes and some of the holes were colored. And so you had to throw a ball onto yeah. this board and it would bounce around and land in one of the holes. And this I thought was going to be easy, but those balls are bouncy as hell. Yeah. And they just bounce for days. I know the one. Do you have a? Do you think this one's rigged? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> did you get in a good hole or not? I actually hole? won two prizes. Oh, nice. I did. I, I, I put a spin on my, oh, on my ball. Oh, you rigged the I system. I rigged the system. Exactly. I did the Carney's trick. <laughs> that reminds me of um, one that I played where it was these um, like rubber duckies swimming around a pond. That was there as well. Okay. And they're different colors. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get a fishing hook. You have to fish the duckies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then depending on the color that you get is like the caliber of the prize. So say the rare blue ducks or the big stuffed toy and the crappy yellow ducks or the little plastic figurine. That that was there. Did um, you play and was it rigged? Because I have theories. We didn't play because Courtney has said she's never won the duck fishing game. Mm. And she was not quite ready to confront that that failure in her life. I'll tell you what they do. What Get my real theory. ducks. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I reckon the easy ones have normal holes in them, right? And the hook goes in. The hard ones, I reckon, are made out of something that deflects the hook. Like a magnet. Like a reverse magnet, yeah. <laughs> so but they don't – even if you're trying to, like, swing it over, it goes around it. But what if the carny shows you how it's done? Uh, they're, they're, they're maybe ho- they have their the hook one is the particular reverse, one that they know. Their hook is the reverse magnetic. It's the, yes. it's the opposite magnet. Yes. So it's attracted. Clever. Very clever. I didn't pay that much attention. So they were the ones at the carnival. And we won probably about four consolation prizes. But I mean like $80 worth. But I guess you had the fun. You know, there's the fun and the experience and the laughter. It, and, and can you really put a price on that? $80. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a fun. It was a it was a fun situation. I hadn't done it in a long time. Yeah. But uh, but it's a memory, you know? It's a memory. You can't put a price on a memory. <laughs> yeah. And it's also a lesson to not a get lesson. ripped off again by the carny games. And, you know, you can't put a price on a lesson either. So you're saying, so you're, saying you're quite frugal. So you're not, mm. you're not a partaker in the carny games. I'm just, if I make a mistake, if I get burned by something, I don't keep going back to the thing that burned me. You don't want to be like, because I was, I was looking at those buckets and I was like, you know, Courtney, we could win that giant wombat. But so, you didn't, right? No, we didn't go back because we figured we could buy a wombat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we really wanted to. So you don't have that, that burning desire to, to win that giant wombat. No. 
Because what am I even going to do with it? Okay, first of all, there's the <laughs> money spent, right, to do the thing that you're probably not going to succeed in. And then even if I do succeed, the prizes are something that's going to take up space in my place that but, I... Yeah, but it's a memory. It's a memory. I, I look at that. I, I've got, I won this killer whale. I look at it and I go, you know, that was a fun night. <laughs> Just different priorities. <laughs> like, I'll happily spend more than, like, a meal is worth for a nice meal. But a carny game for a stuffed toy, it's just not the same lure. What if you're guaranteed to win a, a prize, a tiny llama? What do you mean guaranteed? Like, you get a consolation prize just for winning. I just don't want a stuffed llama. <laughs> if it was like, okay, if you don't win, you get a $5 voucher to McDonald's or something. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Mm, okay. We all win. You win You win McHappy Meals. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the stuffed animal thing. The clutter of the stuffed animal that I'm never going to do anything with. But then you get to walk through the carnival with, with like, the giant <laughs> stuffed animal. And everyone looks at you and, and knows, wow, they, they did well at the carnival games. Just something about it is very, like a casino, you know? There's no real winning. There's definitely a tactic behind it to favor them. I was going to liken this to gambling mm. because it, it kind of is, but I don't think it is. They have their own unique category, mm. which is the ripping off by Carney's category. Yeah. Like with gambling, you're risking your money, but with the Carney games, you're giving it away, essentially. You're, you're paying You're paying for a... <laughs> You're paying for a service. It's the same as you're paying for a ride at a carnival. Same thing. You're paying for... The thrill. Yeah, an experience. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And hope. It gives you hope. The pay- you're paying for hope. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't put a price on hope. You can't. Trick <laughs> me once, shame on you. <laughs> Trick me twice, shame on me. <laughs> That's it. A lesson well learned. Yeah. It only took me $80. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, dirty talk. <laughs> That's how, that's how you're gonna lead into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> thoughts? Are you into it? Are you not into it? Uh, I'm. I'm not really. You oh. know, I can't. I feel like I can't do it without it just feeling awkward for me. Yeah, I got it. What but, about if the other person is doing it to you? You're the recipient. I don't know if I've ever really been the recipient. I feel like I I do. A little bit of dirty talking, but okay. if the person enjoys it. But I, I can't remember anyone ever, you know, you you bad boy. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I just don't know if I've ever been called that. Interesting. What about just general, like, curse words in... You in... fucking dirty <laughs> slut. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't do it. We've, we haven't put the explicit label on our podcast. Yeah, so... we, we, we'll have to find a way to beep that out. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, I mean, look, if you're in the mood, I don't know. I think in the bedroom, I'm more of a more of an intimate kind of uh, sensual kind of guy. Yeah, mm. a bit more of a just experiencing the moment with somebody else. I feel like if I'm in the mood for it, yeah, hundred percent, I don't mind doing it. But I've been with people that like being talked down to or like being choked, or yeah, I'd have to I have to put on that act, mm. you know, put on that front. It doesn't come naturally to you. No, it doesn't. And when you do do it, do you? Do it reluctantly or convincingly? I think I'm pretty good at it. Okay. It, it's still reluctant, though. Yeah. I don't go, I don't truly give in to the sadistic tendencies that people want me to, but I think I'm... You play I, the part. I think it's convincing, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it works. I've, I've had no complaints. They haven't turned around afterwards and goes, you know what, I just wasn't buying what you were putting down. I didn't feel it. I, I wasn't... <laughs> too much of a... Too just much. stop. Just stop. Yeah, just, just don't do that again. <laughs> Have you ever experienced any, like, dirty talk fails, like, attempts? 
um, that weren't executed as planned. I have, I, I have a story that <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's pretty explicit though. Okay, can you say it in a way that's more podcast friendly? I can. I just don't know if I want to share the story, but I will. It's, it's not like too dirty, but it's it's embarrassing for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and it's not ex- it's not exactly dirty talking, but it's in the same sort of realm. Okay. So I was um we were in in the middle of things. Yeah. Right, and she was on top. Yeah. And I've gone to give her a spank. Uh huh. Completely miss, and somehow I've hit myself in the balls. Okay. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Completely ruined the moment. Screech the brakes onto that particular <laughs> session. <laughs> so that's about as close as I've come to like a dirty talk. I know it's not dirty talking, but it's it's the same sort of like putting on the persona, a gruff, mean man. Got it. Yeah. How, how, I, I bet I bet you're into dirty talk. <laughs> Why do you think that? I just I just feel like you would be. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you're actually a minx in bed. <laughs> I, I actually am into it, but. But it has to be convincing. It can't be like... Oh, do it harder. Like, yeah, fumbling around and like thinking of what to say. And like, it has to be very... You're so dirty. (laughs) You're going to need a shower afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. None of that. has to be quite believable. They have to play the part properly. So do you like doing the dirty talking or being talked to? No, I don't have swear words in my vocabulary. Like, That's... like when do I ever swear? Never. It's true. I don't think I, I've ever heard I, you. Yeah, I just, I just don't. I feel, I feel like you should swear for the <laughs> no. first time on our podcast. <laughs> I just feel awkward doing it. It's just not me. But I do like hearing it. I do like being the recipient. Uh. Mm. So I do have one dirty talk fail-ish story. It's a bit weird. Um, so we'd, we'd, we'd like weird here. <laughs> I was with this person, um, and they had a like a below average, like quite below average size, size, <laughs> but like all, like really borderline micro. Okay, I don't know. I actually don't know if it was micro or not. Well, like ha- that, what's the what's the definition? I don't know. I never looked it up. I've never looked it up either. <laughs> but I really don't know. If I had to define it, I, I don't know. And I don't care. You know, people can't help these things. I'm not going to judge someone based on that, right? Okay. But then in the middle of things, they like started dirty talking about how big it was. Like, oh. Oh, no. Yeah. And I, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I have to, like, pretend. I have to lie and, like, play along. Otherwise, I ruin the moment, you know? So, But that ruins the moment for you, though. Yeah, it did. I can't imagine you finding that sexy. No, I shouldn't. I was literally in my head just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, oh, no, I don't even think I did. I think I honestly was just, like, pretended I didn't hear it. If you say so. <laughs> Tended to be like lost in the moment and not hear it. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> so that's my fail story. I wonder if that's oh god. <laughs> I, and I also think it's a weird thing. Like you say, oh, I bet you do like it, and I do. But like in the and I don't want to get political, but in the age of Me Too and feminism and hmm. women wanting to like be equals, which is great and very much needed in the world, but then it kind of goes against that yeah, I, thinking. 
But I think you're looking at it as a male dominating a female when it, it could be the other way around as well. Like mm-hmm. you're both just playing a part. Some people prefer to be a dom. Some people prefer to be um, a sub. But those roles can be reversed. I know what you're saying and it, it kind of feels... I have thought of this as well. Like I've always thought this way about Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. right? We're in this age of Me Too where women are empowered and they're being equals. And yet this movie which glorifies a rich stuck up I don't, I don't know, I haven't seen the movie, but he's, he's, he's spoiled. He, you know, takes advantage of this woman, makes her fall in love with him, signs his contract, became this phenomenon. Mm. T- to me, it, it it's, doesn't make sense. It, it goes against what I think women should be into. Yeah. So we are getting a little political for a topic on dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see where you're coming from in terms of it, it kind of goes against that. But when you like what you like, you know? Yeah. And I think often, like, bedroom fantasies are very much removed from reality. Yeah, I mean, what if I enjoy being dressing up like a pink bunny? Exactly. And, and Courtney chasing me around with a giant net. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't signify what we're like outside of the bedroom. Yeah. I think all bets are off in the bedroom. You're allowed free reign. We don't kink shame here. No, no, we definitely don't. Unless you're a fairy. <laughs> or a brony. <laughs> or a brony. <laughs> we kink shame a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess any um, final tips or advice for dirty talk in it, the future? It's got to be cliche, but just the bedroom is always a place of, like any relationship, a place of compromise. There's always going to be something that someone likes and someone doesn't like it as much. And you've got to find that, that comfort zone in the middle. I think if you're comfortable with a partner, there's no limit to what you can do with experimenting and trying things out. And, and you should because, you know, it helps keep things fresh and exciting in the bedroom too, which is always a good thing. So in terms of advice, just do whatever feels comfortable. Yeah. And I guess my only advice would be, if you're going to do it, commit. <laughs> Don't hesitate. Yeah. I, I would agree. You've got to throw in a you know a couple of spanks and push her up against the wall. <laughs> it goes a long way to sell the sell the performance. Yeah. Yeah, we're method actors, people. <laughs> yeah, go to method acting <laughs> classes. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for um, deep diving. Yeah, deep diving. <laughs> uh, so the topic I'd like to talk about is overrated holidays. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about like holiday destinations or like public holidays? What do you think I'm talking about? Public holidays? <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, yes, I am talking okay. about public holidays. Okay, great. So this 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 idea came about with Halloween. Personally, I think Halloween's a bit overrated. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's because in Australia, it's not as big a phenomenon as it is in America. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, we can go through the holidays. We'll talk about how we feel about it, how we normally celebrate it, if it's overrated or not. Perfect. Sounds great. So um, we can start with Halloween. I know you've hosted some Halloween parties in the past. Yeah, hosted and attended. I, I just love a dress-up party. I'll be on board for anything dress-up. And Halloween's just a good excuse to dress up. Exactly. I don't really care about the <sighs> Halloween aspect. It's the dressing up. Halloween's kind of like the main dress-up commitment of the year. Yeah. Look, I'm not really a horror guy to begin with. And so the concept's kind of lost on me. I get it and I can see why it's appealing. But, you know, the trick-or-treating and the candy, it's not so safe these days. Yeah. It's a dangerous world out there. Yeah, exactly. I was just <laughs> thinking that, like, if I had kids, I don't know how much I would trust neighborhood well, treats. You'd, well, you'd have to you'd go out trick-or-treating with them these days. No, right? I know. But what's stopping them from putting something in the packet, re-gluing it together and poisoning your kids? 
It's true. As an adult, you'd have to eat all the candy. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just I don't see the appeal. Maybe in like the eighties when the world was a bit safer. Have or... you ever have you ever trick or treated? No, but I have been trick or treated. <laughs> yeah, at the home, we'd like throw out the candy that we had for like two years sitting in a. <laughs> Oh, uh, just raid the raid the drawers and yeah. you go, oh, it's just, you know, chocolate-covered bananas that nobody likes. Let's yeah. just give them one of them. Exactly. I've never, I don't think I've ever been tricked or treated or trick or treated. So just total, total distance from the whole thing. Yeah. I think it's a little overrated. I mean, it's an American holiday. Um, and, you know, all power to you if you're into it. I've, I've dressed up. I mean, it's a good fun, but it's definitely not something that I look forward to every year. Okay. Now we move on to Easter. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, Easter, I think, is out of most of the public holidays, it's it's religious, right? It is. Like, I understand Christmas is also religious, but I think Easter is its biggest festival of the Christian calendar. And its connotations and things are also quite religious. You know, a lot of church going, a lot of Lent. Did you ever give up something for Lent? No, I wasn't Catholic. I gave up ice cream once. Okay, how'd so, that go? Well, I ate a lot of Bavarian Bavarian cake instead. That's which, still ice cream. Which you may say is ice cream, but I say Bavarian cake. <laughs> <laughs> nice loophole. Um, I like Easter because it's a long weekend. Yeah. I hate Easter because of the chocolate. After Easter, all the chocolate that they haven't sold is still like yeah, but on that's, sale. That's cheap chocolate. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get Easter chocolate. I've still got Easter eggs. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens to it. It sits collects dust and i just don't get it i remember i spent it was something ridiculous over a hundred bucks or something on easter eggs and i hid them all through my girlfriend's room and you know she didn't eat it all <laughs> no this is exactly like the carney game prizes what are they there for you, you can't eat them i can't eat a stuffed llama no <laughs> I, I just i don't get it i don't get easter egg hunts and an overabundance of chocolate that you're not going to eat if you're not religious, that's basically the core of Easter. Yeah. You know. But I do love the long weekend. Don't get me wrong. Love Easter. Love Easter long weekend. No, I, I quite enjoy Easter. Without the long weekend? Yeah. Okay. As an as a chocolate eating festival. Ah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. I like getting a nice big crunchy Easter egg. Crunchy the brand, not just the Easter egg crunchy. But right. That's got okay. it. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. I had no <laughs> idea. You're just like, oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so next, New Year's. New Year's is straight up not a religious festival. No. Right, it's just about partying. Yeah. Right? So what do you do for New Year's? Are you normally a go big kind of gal? No. <laughs> Either watch the fireworks or go to someone's house. Like, I'll go to an event, but it'll be low key. I think overrated. New Year's you is overrated. New Year's is overrated? Yeah. Because wow. of, there's so much hype around it. And how many times does it actually deliver on the hype? I'd say about 50% of the time. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking at maybe like 30%. Oh my God. You mm. just had bad New Year's. <laughs> it's just not like, there's too much pressure. Like, ooh, New Year, New Me, New Year's resolution. And then it's just normal. <laughs> it's just another day. It's just It just starts the next year. I, I quite like New Year's. Because I think Christmas is a, I, I see it as like a family event. You spend the time with your family. And New Year's is a bit more of a friend event. Mm. I like New Year's. I, I'm not much of a New Year's resolution, New Year, New Me kind of guy. <laughs> okay. I think a few years I've tried a resolution and I couldn't even tell you what they were. They were so forgetful and not actually committed to. I'm uh, I'm all for New Year's. Yeah, I, I like it, but... You just had bad New it's, Year's. No, it's just overhyped. Okay, I get it. I'm, I mean, we're not 18-year-olds anymore. No. There's definitely a feeling of we're too old for this shit these days. <laughs> 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 but finally, Christmas. 
I love Christmas. I, I love know. everything about it. You know, I love I love the Christmas carols. I love going to look at Christmas trees. I love Christmas lights.、Mm. The swapping of of gifts. I'm just all for it. Look forward to it. I'm one of those like I, I'm looking forward to it months in advance. Wow! So when the Christmas stuff goes on sale at like September, you're all like excited. Well, no, I don't. I don't do up my house. I'm more excited when I start seeing Christmas lights appearing on houses. Right. That's when I start getting excited. No, when the the shopping centers start playing Christmas carols.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Christmas as well. I like the food and、mm-hmm. the time with your family.、Mm-hmm. And I do like driving around to the streets with the extreme Christmas light displays.、Mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. Every year, I, I drag my friends with me, and we go get Christmas lights. You know, I, I got Christmas carols blaring in my car the nice. whole time. Nice. It's just it's just a good time. It's it's just, it's it's gonna sound really lame, but I feel like there's a bit more magic and goodwill in the world at that time. Yeah. Everyone just feels a bit less less crap, you know. Everyone feels a little bit more nice and forgiving and and happy. Yeah. Christmas spirit. You say that, and then you get. Then you try and go to a Westfield <laughs> <laughs> to do your Christmas shopping last minute, and then you you get hit with reality,、yeah. the reality of the world that you probably shouldn't have left until the last minute.、Yeah. <laughs> my family, thank God, I've started doing a Kris Kringle for Christmas. My God, so much better. You just buy the one present. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it makes Christmas shopping so much easier. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm not big on the presents. Like、mm. I could take them or leave them. What? There's nothing that I wish for. I'm not like, oh, I hope I get this Christmas. I bet you like giving presents. That's、yeah, okay. No.、Oh. <laughs> I'm a words of affirmation kind of person. You just walk、yeah. around to your to your family and go, "You've done great this year." Yeah, good for Can't you. Can't wait for next year. Yeah. No, I do, I do give gifts, obviously. Yeah. But it's not like I don't go to the shops thinking, "Oh my gosh, my mom's gonna love this vase." <laughs> I admit, shopping for the gifts is a chore. Right. But I love wrapping the gifts and rocking up with a big sack full of like, because I I hand wrap up. I have different Christmas wrapping papers so that all my gifts look different. Ah,、uh, nice. I wrap them all up, put them all in a big sack. Hand them out to everybody. Christmas, love it. Here for it. Can't wait. Very excited. I'm here for the Christmas carols as well. Oh, what's your favorite? And why? <laughs> and why is it all I want for Christmas? No, it's not. It's um, it's a weird one. Oh, oh, night divine. Oh, um, yeah, um, Christ, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> That's my favorite one too. Oh, really? Wow. No joke. I love it. I also secretly love the.、Uh, I can't remember what that's called, but I, I do know the one you talked about. That's a bop. Yeah. You know what else is a bop? We Free Kings. <laughs> Little drummer boy. <laughs> Little drummer、slaps. boy. Yeah. Christmas. Ten out of ten. Would Christmas again? Eight out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> so our first acceptable or not for this episode comes from Gabby in North Richmond. Brilliant. Thank you, Gabby, for writing in. Thank you. She wrote about an incident where she went to the cinema with her friend. Okay, and it's a new friend that she's met, and she's、Acceptable. never gone to. <laughs> <laughs> she's gone to the cinema for the first time with this person, and they, during the movie, were talking, saying things like, "What did what did they say?" Like asking questions about the movie. Sure. So talking or asking questions during a movie at the cinemas. There is a zone there where it's acceptable, and and you've nailed it because talking during a movie generally not acceptable.、Mm-hmm. You know, one of the probably one of the worst things you can do. <laughs> yes. Apart from having a crying baby. Yes. <laughs> or a mobile phone ringing. All right, there's there's three <laughs> big cinema sins. Yeah. I don't care if you're in the back having sex with your girlfriend. Yes,、yeah. be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've I've done that before. Yeah. You know, you, you come back from a bathroom like. 
Or like, wait, 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 wasn't he dead? <laughs> like it's. <laughs> so what is acceptable? Where is the line between acceptable and not in? I, I I think, and I can I can define it. Okay. Just getting to me now. Yeah. Stroke of brilliance. Yeah. If you are talking about the movie, you're still engaged with the movie, and your conversation is in regards to the movie, and it's quiet. It's acceptable. Okay. If you're having a conversation about something else, you're just not paying attention to the movie, mm-hmm. unacceptable. Okay. But is there a cap on, like, frequency? And also, what happens if they're talking to you and you're missing the thing that they're saying on the screen? That does sometimes happen. Yeah. That's a sacrifice you make for your friend or the one you love. But then you're missing the, the another bit. <laughs> my, my girlfriend's she can be vocal in movies. Okay. But she'll be like... <laughs> she'll be like... There'll be, like, a big twist, and she'll just be like, oh, shit, like, as loud as possible, right? right? I think that's that's fine. She can't control it. She's just an excitable person. You don't like it. I would probably pretend not to know her. Oh, my God. I think I'm at that. <laughs> so you don't, you, don't, you don't even find our scenario acceptable. You're not even allowing any talking during the movie. No, I, okay, I can allow... I think my line of acceptable or not is different to yours. You're like, if you're talking about the movie and you're engaged, then it's fine. I don't want to miss the movie to fill someone else in who wasn't paying enough attention. You know, if they said something like, oh, what did he say? And it's, I can really quickly say it back to them. That's fine. Or if if it's like a yes or no thing, I can just nod my head or shake my head. That's fine. But if, if it's some complicated thing. How is he related to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just what's his I, backstory again? I can't. It has to be a quick. It has to be a quick thing. Okay, so not only are you saying it's unacceptable to do if you're a stranger, you're even saying my friends can't do it to me. Uh, if it's a quick thing, fine. But if it requires back and forth conversation, no. Just catch up on it as you're watching. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. And like outbursts, like what you discussed. I don't love it. I don't love it. Another thing that I hate is when they theorize what's going to happen. Oh, you're talking about, he's about to kill them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Say goodbye to him. He's dead. He's done. He's the dad. He's her dad. He's the dad. Oh, wait, no. He's he's the granddad. granddad. I hate that. You've been with someone that does that? Well, thankfully not in the cinema, just in a normal, like, TV setting, mm. which is much more acceptable to talk to people because you can pause it and is. rewind and whatever. Courtney certainly does that if we're in a home setting. Yeah. If I have a theory on something, <laughs> I get my phone, I write it down, I save it on a note so that I can be like, so I, you I, know, prove it. I know what happened. Look, look when I wrote this note, look when I saved it two so, hours ago. So you'd rather yep. get your phone out and not pay attention to the movie because you're writing on your phone. I'm not disturbing anyone. You're still, you're still disturbing yourself. But it's literally like three words. Danny did it. Bruce is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So acceptable or not? I say not acceptable, clearly. I, I say acceptable. Like you said before, you're you're a much more tolerant person than I am. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I, I tolerate our differences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could say the same. Um, alrighty. Our next one comes from Tyson in Coffs Harbour. Thank you very much, Tyson. He was complaining about his neighbor playing the drums at 7 a.m. Oh. Acceptable or not? So I guess the, the question is like making noise that your neighbors will hear. So mowing the lawn. I don't know. What else do you do that makes noise? Like trumpet construction, practicing. trumpet, yeah, practicing. Um, yodeling. <laughs> your Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, like that sort of stuff. 
Um, <laughs> at what time in the morning is acceptable? Like, what's the earliest acceptable time to do that sort of stuff? Okay. I, I think, okay, I actually think I have an answer here. Mm. I think if it's within the hours that someone would be working, mm-hmm. so like nine to five, I think that's okay. I think if the sun is not up yet or has set, <laughs> not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Because you could say the same thing about nighttime, right? I'm trying to watch a movie. It's 9 p.m. and some guy next door is yodeling. Mm. It's, it's distracting. <laughs> I actually have this scenario here sometimes because my neighbor has a chopper, like a bike. Mm-hmm. When he's going to work, he'll bring his chopper out and he'll just let it idle there for, I swear, it's five, ten minutes. And this thing is loud. Yeah. When it, when it said idling, I can't even pay attention to the show I'm watching. It just drowns out all volume. <laughs> I'm telling you, Zine, at no time would I deem that behavior acceptable. At no time in the day. <laughs> in terms of um, something like mowing your lawn. Yeah. I'm going to stick to my 9 to 5 thing. Okay, 9 to 5. So 9 a.m. work hours, which I also would have agreed with up until working from home became such a big thing and you need, you know, relative peace during the day. I still Mm. agree with you in terms of like, yes, it's the most acceptable time, but times have changed also. It's true. People work night shifts now. People do Amazon Flex, you know, they work their own hours. Yeah. It's it's crazy days. (laughs) Still, if you've got to pick a, a time, do a decent time. Yeah. I think for me, 8 8 a.m. is acceptable. Look, my neighbor getting on his chopper and going to work, unfortunately, that's something that he can't change. He's got to go to work. But mowing a lawn, for example, you can put that off until lunchtime. Like, you can, that's that's flexible. So, yeah, don't know my conclusion, but... <laughs> <laughs> Your conclusion is 9 a.m. I'd... Well, like, I prefer later. Yeah. May, maybe even push it to 10 till 6. Right. But, yeah, not unless the sun is completely in the sky and potentially I'm not home. mm I think me, 8 to 8. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. 8 p.m. is prime chilling and doing nothing on my couch time. Right. We've got different schedules. (laughs) (laughs) 8 to 8, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. So overall, acceptable or not? Well, no, the question was at what is the earliest time that is acceptable? Oh, 10. (laughs) (laughs) So 8 to 8, fine. All right. I'm going to change mine to 10 to 6 because... I like to sleep in on a weekend. Mm. Some people on Instagram actually posted different times for weekdays and weekends. For instance, 8 a.m. on a weekday, 9 a.m. on a weekend. Yeah, but I'd say 9 a.m. on a weekday, 10 a.m. Mm. on a weekend. Right, right. 9 a.m. is not a sleeping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that settles it. Around the 8 to 10 mark. Funnily enough, 9 fits right between the yeah. 8 and 10 <laughs> all right, marks. All right, we'll negotiate. We'll compromise on 9. <laughs> okay. So, thank you. Thanks for writing in, everyone, and um, feel free to keep sending in your acceptable or not suggestions. Yeah, please do. Or any suggestions whatsoever. If you have anything you'd like to hear us discuss or talk about, feel free. Yeah, find us on Instagram at Acceptable Company, and our link to our feedback form is in the bio. Uh, before we wrap up, I also want to just do a quick shout out to my sister. A couple of episodes ago, I told the story that we went to a school fair and she lost my Catwoman figurine <laughs> in the line for the haunted house. That you were distraught about. I'm, obviously, it stuck with me all this time. It's literally been 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and for my birthday, she went and bought me a, a 1989 Catwoman from from the old Batman movies. So, like the exact one that you lost? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> but it, it is a it is a vintage Catwoman figurine. So it goes perfectly well with my Batman. Uh, thank That's you. That's so nice. It's really nice. I hope she wasn't like, she didn't feel too guilty that I'd, I'd hung on to this <laughs> for my entire life. But um, thank you. It was a nice surprise. Yeah, just a shout out to my sister. Awesome. Yeah, so lovely. That's such a thoughtful gift. You're so lucky. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in again. And catch you next time. See you then. Bye. Bye.